O Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? <laughs> Welcome to an episode of Sweet But Salty, the bliss point of podcasts, blah, blah, you know the deal, hello, welcome, whatever. Uh, I know I've been MIA quite a bit because I've been in a creative rut, so to speak. And to be quite honest, I'm going to cut to the chase. I was a little distracted. <laughs> well, what am I going to say? I got Tinder. So me, who actually never, never, ever used any online dating app, got Tinder like nine days ago. And let me tell you, I fell into that rabbit hole head first. Oh, I don't even know what to say, but I'm really, really happy and excited. Actually learning a lot about myself, to be honest. But that's going to be something I'm going to talk about in a different episode because... I've actually started a 30-day Tinder experiment. Right now it's day nine, so stay tuned for the ultimate Tinder episode in about three weeks. Uh, I'm really excited, and I'm also excited to see what'll happen. But yeah, so I was in a creative rut, didn't really know what to talk about. I actually recorded four or five episodes that I didn't release because they just didn't feel right. And as always, life is the best inspiration and it writes the best stories so today i'm bringing you a piece that could have been written by shakespeare straight from my life and straight from my tinder account all right so last friday i had uni the entire day or so i thought because the professor for whatever reason decided to cut the lecture short and ended it at 12.30 instead of 5.30 p.m. And there I was with basically an unexpected amount of free time at my disposal. And of course, I jumped on Tinder. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I have to use that experiment time quite intensely. So I don't really regret any of my decisions <laughs> or the, the copious amount of time I've spent on that app. But yeah, so I was on Tinder swiping, as always, and I matched a guy. And, well, how can I describe him? He had three pictures of himself on his Tinder account, and they were all really, really bad quality. They basically looked like he had taken them at night with his iPhone 3. <laughs> um, I kind of like that type of aesthetic. He definitely had a male version of a resting bitch face. And looked a little bit cocky, also my thing. And in his bio, he had exactly three things. The first was this sentence, please be at least remotely entertaining. The next one, something along those lines of too lazy to link to Insta. And the third one was more books, less Netflix. And that was the one that really got me. Because it's true. At the end of the day, books give you more than most movies. Let's just leave it at that. Well, so I think um, he messaged me quite quickly and he wrote, Oh, Kata. For a split second, I actually considered writing, oh, his name. Maybe I should just say his name, honestly, because I mean, I don't even know if he's real, so to say. He had a verified profile, at least, because it's so fitting. Let's call him Romeo. I honestly always like giving people something unexpected, so I just wrote, Hi, Romeo, and added my favorite emoji, which is the one smiling with a tear. Super dramatic. He definitely criticized my choice of response, to which I replied, Well, 
I'm only remotely entertaining due to home office, which he found quite funny. Then I just quoted Shakespeare the way I did it when I started this episode. He didn't get it. I mean, not getting obvious Shakespeare references is definitely a red flag, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so I think I then asked him what kind of books he likes, and he wrote that he likes nonfiction and Murakami. Definitely a bonus if someone's into Murakami. He's one of the greatest authors we have at the moment. Yeah, so I just told him a little bit what I'm reading, mostly nonfiction at the moment, and always lots of classics, especially Oscar Wilde, as you may know if you've listened to this podcast before, and of course, Hermann Hesse. But yeah, he kind of liked that. Well, not kind of, he really liked that. Then he proceeded to telling me that he found me extremely attractive and expected a mediocre conversation. To which I replied, I think I have other qualities in my looks. To which he replied, fuck Kata, I think I like you. Very arrogant, but I like that. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of got really, kind of weirdly hot. I can't really explain it. So the moment he criticized my use of emojis, I was sold, basically. Uh, <laughs> as I said, I used this emoji with a tear because it was so dramatic and it kind of fit a lot of our banter, so to say. He pointed out, rightly so, that I was using it quite a bit too much. To which I replied that I go through phases in which I'm obsessed by things. And he asked if he could become one of those obsessions as well. <laughs> to which I replied, well... When it comes to men, I'm actually looking for long-term obsessions. To which he replied, well, a phase can be really, really long. To which I replied, well, a phase is always end. To which he replied, then I don't want to be a phase. That's nerdy flirting right here, uh, but I'm really into it. Yeah, so it was kind of sweet and hot and intellectually stimulating all at once. And when I told him, I'm always the way I am, take it or leave it he said i think i want to take you i asked him well would you come visit me then and he said yes i'd love to hear your voice before that but yeah i would come around and you can't imagine that i sat there during this entire chat and i'm sitting here talking about this the same way with a huge grin on my face which is so incredibly rare for me in real life and especially on tinder yeah, so things were looking quite promising and really interesting. And I was very immersed into that conversation, as you can imagine. Completely forgot everything around me, to be honest. And then the doorbell rang. Because <laughs> I was waiting for my cousin to go for a walk. And she had said she would message me when she was about to leave and when she got to my place. But... I was kind of distracted, don't even know why, and um, I didn't get her messages. So when the door rang, I was completely surprised. It hadn't even changed yet, uh, so I jumped downstairs, greeted her, ran upstairs again, changed into a more decent outfit, and then we were off on our walk for two hours. Now, my phone was plugged in to charge, so I couldn't take it with me. And I was actually pretty happy about that because going for a walk without your phone is pretty much the best thing ever. But yeah, I didn't message Romeo before leaving, which was definitely my bad. Well then, after a couple of hours, I came back and I was looking forward to talking to him a lot. 
I actually had planned to ask him if he wanted to jump on a call or video call. And I saw that he had messaged me. And there's just something you need to know about me in case you haven't picked it up in one of my previous episodes. The first thing is that I have a little bit or a lot <laughs> of OCD. And I have this thing that I have to get back to everyone who sends me a message. And yeah, if a message is unread, that really bothers me and I just, I can't, I can't. And the second thing you need to know is, and I've always been like this, even as a child, I always save the best for last. So I messaged back the other guys and there was one other chat left and I thought, okay, I'll get that out of the way and then I'm free to focus on him completely. So I went into that chat with the other guy, messaged him quickly and left the chat again and all of that had probably taken about 30 seconds, maybe a minute at max. So I leave the chat again in order to message Romeo and he was gone. He unmatched me exactly in those 30 seconds and you can imagine how i felt about that i can only speak for myself i've never experienced that type of connection with a guy ever before and he was really one of those very rare guys who might have actually led me to ignore my principles but i don't understand it because he told me multiple times that he really likes me he said he doesn't want to be a phase. I interpret that as sincere interest in me. And the worst part is if he'd waited 30 more seconds, I would have sent him a message and I would have asked him to jump on a call with me. I had told him, take it or leave it. He left it. <laughs> oh man, but he left it too early. So I really have to applaud him for this beautiful dramatic arc that he created. I mean, it doesn't get more Shakespearean than this. In Romeo and Juliet, Juliet is basically in somewhat of a drug-induced coma, and Romeo thinks she's dead. So he goes on and buys poison, goes to see Juliet, sees her laying there, drinks the poison, and dies. And then Juliet wakes up, finds him dead, and kills herself as well. You know, it's obvious that no one's gonna commit suicide here. But it's kind of exactly what happened. He thought I was not interested, so he left just seconds before I turned to him. The most tragic part about that is that we both did not link to our instas. We both didn't have a location in our profiles. I don't have any screenshots, so the only thing I do know is his name, in case it's his real name. He is 29, and on Friday, he was 150 kilometers away from me. It is so beautifully Shakespearean, I can't even, I don't even know what to say. It's perfect. But yeah, I'm still here wondering what exactly happened and why, because I, I mean, I can only assume what somebody else is thinking, and I understand that maybe you expect more attention or quicker responses but after all tinder is just an app it's an online platform that we can use to connect but there's also real life and i cannot ever prioritize a guy 
I've chatted with for about an hour over my family. I can't do that. And I don't understand why a lack of immediate response would lead to somebody unmatching someone else they seem to be quite interested in. The only thing I can really talk about and analyze properly is what I did or didn't do and how I feel about that. So I treat Tinder, as I've said so far, as an experiment. So I'm completely emotionally detached. I'm really open to what and whoever comes my way. And I just want to see what it's like. But at the same time, this attitude might have led the interaction to lack a little bit of seriousness that would have been appropriate. And yeah, so as I said, you know, I have this tendency to save the best for last, to save those things that I really like doing for a time when I've worked through everything else. And that attitude has got me to where I am today. Career, study-wise, it has always been very, very helpful. But if you've listened to my episode number nine, Let's Talk Love, you would have heard that I've always been single. And maybe that's one of the reasons why. Yes, I'm also extremely picky and bored quickly if somebody, you know, doesn't really get my jokes and get my puns and what I'm actually saying. But yeah, maybe it's also because I haven't prioritized that at all. And yeah, it's definitely something I am going to work on. And I matched with guys that I found really, you know, sympathetic or were kind of fun or funny. But I actually knew that they maybe make great friends, but not more than that. And maybe I held on to those matches a little bit too long. And I mean, I got Tinder 10 days ago, so we're not talking like months and months. But still, maybe sometimes a day or two is still too long. Because in the end, it's about where your energy goes and what you focus on. That's definitely something I'm changing, unmatching a lot of guys. But I also have one rule, and that's I don't just unmatch someone unless they are really, really creepy. And we're talking creepy to the point that they talk about 100% compatibility when you've told them about your zodiac sign. Bye to that. But I always message guys and say, thanks for our conversation. I really enjoyed talking to you. You know, this is my standpoint wish you all the best and then usually they say oh thank you same goes to you blah blah you know it ends on good terms and i have made my standpoint clear to them so i don't understand the notion of just unmatching people if they haven't done anything in particular to deserve that and especially not if you've had a really interesting conversation with them i'm not emotionally attached i just think it's a pity because it's so rare, at least for me, to feel connected to people in general and especially to men on a deeper level and to have a connection on such a, let's say, visceral level is very, very unusual for me. So I just don't understand it. And I don't know how Romeo is feeling about that, but I think we can all agree that he made a huge mistake. <laughs> And yeah, my mistake was potentially also that if you challenge me, I accept the challenge and I maybe don't express my interest in someone as openly as I could. I cannot ask him for his reasons. I cannot clarify my viewpoint. 
we both just had that limited amount of time that we talked to each other and the limited amount of information that we both have on our profile. So I can't really say that I know how this guy is and he can't really say he knows me. He saw a side of me and maybe jumped to conclusions. And you know, sometimes when two people meet who like a little playfully cocky but are also both very determined, very into not wasting time, and maybe jump to conclusions because they think they're super smart. <laughs> yeah, something tragic like this may happen. In a weird way, I like it. But yeah, to be honest, at the moment, I'm just swiping through Tinder to see Romeo again. Just in case I see him. I think he'll get a very undeserved super like. I don't ever give anyone super like, except for this one guy, but that was not on purpose. <laughs> but yeah, he'll get a super like on purpose for me for letting those shakespearean vibes come full circle in our conversation because artistically speaking it's just phenomenal <sighs> well yeah but at least he inspired the new intro to my tinder bio which is only remotely entertaining due to home office and at least murakami is back on my reading pile but yeah maybe the story isn't over because we're both alive and I assume that we're both still on Tinder. And of course, you can't find or search people on Tinder. You need to wait until that person shows up again. I trust in the fact that the algorithm is going to give me exactly what I need, as it does on Insta. It will do the same on Tinder. It's supermoon today, by the way. So maybe the stars will magically align and lead to another match. And if not, so be it. Let me know about your Tinder experiences, if there were any dramatic encounters or not. I hope you had fun listening to this modern tragedy, or should I say post-post-modern tragedy? I don't even know how you call this current time. I'm gonna release you with some beautiful Shakespeare. Good night, good night. Parting is such a sweet sorrow that I shall say good night till it be morrow.